0: Hello, knife. Hello, Trev. How you doing, buddy? all right? I'm all right, mate. How the devil are you? Oh, I am devilishly fine on this spooky Halloween special. Is is that what (laughs) this is? is? Is This is spooky Halloween special. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Need to Talk About Movies podcast. And tonight we need to talk about the 2014 horror comedy, What We Do in the Shadows, vampire comedy. Taika Waititi, again. Our so second, the first director to feature two times on our podcast, Nath.
1: I did think that when you suggested it.
0: Yeah. Um, but I think it's a worthy film. We was going to go more for horror, but then we just... I just thought, do you know what? I want to watch this again. I'd love to talk about it. Seems the perfect time to do it. do not it, you, Nath? I think so, mate. When I messaged you, you was like, yep, yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> Jumped at it. Yeah. Well, it's
1: a good film. Well, it's not long ago that, um, you suggested it to me because it was, it was, well, I say it wasn't long ago. It was before we started doing the podcast, but, uh, But it was
0: in the films that I handed over to you, wasn't it? It
1: was, yeah. But we, um, I think it was last year. It must have been last year. Yeah. Cause I watched, I watched The Wilder People and you were talking to me. We were talking about that. Yeah. And then you said, oh, you should watch. This is when you started telling me about, Taika Waititi, yeah, and you said you yeah. should watch the um what we do in the shadows,
0: yeah, yeah. It is, it's one of my favourite comedy films. It's I only watched it myself for the first time last year, and I think this is the fourth time I've watched it now. Christ, uh, um, I just it just it's great, it is just great. It's a New Zealand comedy. If you're not aware, there is a TV series of it as well, isn't there now? Yeah, um, which I think is devised by. Uh, Jermaine Clement, who is the other chap, they wrote it and directed it together and he's and starring it, both of them. Uh, he's out of Flight of the Concords. I don't know if you've ever seen any of that, Flight of the Concords.
1: I haven't, but I've heard of it.
0: Yeah. So he's one of those. Right. One of the Concords. Um, and I think Taika Waititi used to work on Flight of the Concords as well. I think he directed one or two episodes yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all, they're all sort of chums, you know. Yeah, this is this film is up there f- for me with the likes of Holy Grail, Airplane. You know, just I think it's a great comedy. Myself, how about you, Nath?
1: Yeah, no, mate. I I think it's a brilliant film. I uh, I really enjoyed it. It's it's a different kind of humour, you know, and I think that's what I like about it. There's there's so many little points, and watching it for a second time, there's bits. That I clearly missed in in the first viewing, and it's just hilarious. Yeah. I think I think the interaction between the um, the vampires and the werewolves is one of the funniest things. Who is who is the alpha? Werewolf? Oh,
0: he's out of Flight of the Concords as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's a very yeah, recognizable face, isn't he? He was their manager in that, but he's done quite a lot in Hollywood. Uh, is it yes, man? Is he in that? I am Sparta. He throws a party, doesn't he?
1: Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, and I can't think what else he's been in. He's been in uh, quite a lot of films. Um, but I can't remember off the top of my head quite what it is. And I can't see him on the cast list on IMDb. No. To get his name. All cast and crew. Yeah, he's got to be in there. Is it fucking loads of stuff.
1: Is, is he Ethel Robinson?
0: <laughs> is he Ethel Robinson? I don't know. Is he Karen O'Leary?
1: <laughs> why are we such dicks
0: <laughs> I can't see why he's on it I bet if I just actually it'd probably be easier to look up Um, Flight of the Concords.
1: yeah is he Rhys Darby I think it's Rhys Darby
0: yes he is Rhys Darby yeah yeah he plays the man- anyway he plays the manager in Flight of the Concords. right and yeah, it's great the interaction between the war- the wolves and the the vampires. I actually got into vampires a couple of years back. I um, I read Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dr- sorry, Bram Stoker's Dracula, the original vampire book. Uh, I'll tell you what, it was absolutely brilliant. Yeah? It's written as a diary. I really enjoyed it. Then I went on to read like Salem's Lot, Stephen King, and I was watching a lot of vampire films. Um, you know me, Nathan. If I go down an avenue, I usually sort of drain it of all its blood. <laughs> yeah.
1: Did you watch uh, The Twilight Saga? Do
0: you know what? I've bought The Twilight Saga. Uh, they was all at a charity shop, and I picked them all up. And me and Don watched the first one, and, you know, I was expecting it to be exactly what it was. You know, <laughs> um, I like Robert Patterson, but I didn't really click with that, so I haven't watched any more. Oh. There you go. Uh, Oh, well. Yeah, oh, well. Shit happens, doesn't it? So, uh, Naif, anyway, before we get on to talking about the old, uh, you know, Halloween film of the year, um, what we do in the shadows, have you watched any films this week, Naif? I haven't, mate. No. If I'm honest, have you watched any films this week, mate? I have, mate if I'm honest. Um, yeah? Yeah, I took the kids to watch uh, The Addams Family 2 at the cinema. Right, okay. I vowed to go to the cinema every week, for the time being anyway, because there's some great films on, but the kids wanted to watch out. I quite like The Addams Family. Quite Halloween-y again, keeping in on on topic. But I quite like the last, because it's like the animated films. I uh, quite enjoyed the last one, but this one wasn't as good. Right, It was all right. The kids enjoyed it,
1: but it's funny you should say that because I actually started watching the first one last night with the missus and the little ones.
0: Oh, what the little f- the the animation?
1: Yeah, the Adams Family animation. Yeah, yeah. Did was you enjoying it? I was enjoying it. Yeah, until yeah. um, well, it became the kids' bedtime, and then I was sort of sat there, and they turned it all off, and I was like, oh. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I've watched the third, the first one, a couple of times with the kids. We watched it at the cinema. And then I've watched it a couple of times on Netflix. I think it was on Netflix or sort of one of one old cover, you know, one of the old cover things. But yeah, it was all right. So so. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was the only films I've watched anyway. But all right, confession time, ladies and gentlemen out there, because we did, I put up on uh, Facebook and our Summit on Nothing YouTube channel, and the We Need to Talk About Movies podcast Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash We Need to Talk About Movies podcast. And I put, it looks like the listener's request is going to fall on Halloween weekend. So send in your suggestions via email to wnmovietalk at com and let us know your f- Halloween film choices. All right, And we've had a few comments on this, Nath. Have we?
1: What have we had? Yeah.
0: Uh, novice wild camper said not halloween based but horror nonetheless american wealth in london Ooh. which we considered
1: didn't we yeah we did consider that that was a strong contender
0: yeah um that would have also been the second film of a director that would have been john landis's second film we had done blues brothers back along
1: yeah
0: uh then he said or maybe dog soldiers well i'm glad we didn't pick that yeah i've not seen dog soldiers it is shit is it <laughs> i hear it, uh, sort of some people like it and some people don't um that like most films to be fair isn't it but <laughs> i've either heard people love it or hate it uh Jay sonic said halloween free silver shamrock still gives me the creeps i don't know what silver shamrock I've never really watched the slasher films like that no never got into them i've seen the first Hall- halloween colonel camps said the crow brandon lee I've watched the movie more than a 100 times. I wore out two VHS tapes and one DVD. The story is pretty generic. It's not a horror, really, but it is based on the night before Halloween, Devil's Night. We considered this, didn't we, Nathan? We did. We almost watched this, and then we changed our mind to watch What We Do in the Shadows. But I think The Crow is one that's definitely going to go on the list. I think it's quite a lot to talk about there, I think. Yeah,
1: I, look, I looked for it back along, actually, just under my own... Um, Steam, and, uh, I couldn't find it for one reason or another. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm keen to watch The Crow again.
0: Yeah, so I think Kurnow Camps and Rooksfoot as well also said we should watch that. Um, so yeah, hang on to your hats. That'll be one that comes up. Uh, back, back in Cape Breton said Nobuhaiku Obiyashi's 1977 film House. If you have not seen this, watch it immediately. What a trip. I haven't seen it, so I might have to look into that. Sounds quite interesting. Uh, KP said, Hell House LLCC. A little-known low-budget available on YouTube. A great horror Halloween movie. Chris Smith said, Lost Boys. Yeah. Yeah, Mahali Wheeler said, Gremlins. That's a Christmas film, isn't it? I
1: can't remember the first
0: one. Yeah, it's set at Christmas. IM said, Trick or Treat. Andy Hunt said, Willow Creek or the Blackfoot Trail? Both good camping horror movies. Rob Jones says, surely you just do Halloween, then next year Halloween 2 and so on. At least it would show commitment to the ongoing future of the podcast. Yeah. Meh. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not. Yeah, not that bothered. Uh, Alan Day says, there has to be a Dartmoor Legend type film where the Pixies did it. (laughs) And James Jewell says, it always brings up that tricky question. Is The Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween film or a Christmas film?
1: Well, it's it's a a Christmas film. It is a Christmas film, isn't it? It's not The Nightmare Before Halloween. No. Yeah, and it's all about finding your festive
0: spirit and and making it last all year. And it takes place over Christmas, doesn't it? Yeah, it's Christmas. It's Christmas there, James. Christmas. What a stupid fucking question. <laughs> 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 oh, I've never heard you get quite so... <laughs> well, dark, mate. But yeah, so... Sorry, mate. You might have noticed, that's all the comments we got and not one of those comments suggested what we do in the shadows. So, and that is because... Those were all comments, and I specifically said, email me. And no one emailed, so we took it upon ourselves to choose our own film. So there.
1: Yeah, we are so (laughs) cool that we emailed ourselves with What We Do in the Shadows, and we were like, oh, look, it's the only email we received, so we're going to choose that one.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to go for the comedy Halloween special, What We Do in the Shadows. And talk about vampires, is not we, Nath? Of course we are, bruv. Talk about some New Zealand vampires. So what we do in the shadows is a New Zealand mockumentary set in Wellington. And it follows three flatmates, flat-in vampires. They all share an apartment together. And from the outset, it sort of takes the sort of mundane parts of sharing a flat... And melds them with the sort of supernatural vampire traits, uh, and it just it works perfectly, doesn't it? Yeah, throughout the whole film, it's just <laughs> it's brilliant. Just...
1: It's it's a it's a great premise, and it's just delivered in a really brilliant way. And you can tell that there were clearly some limitations on the budget, but it's shot in a way in which it's not an issue. You know, yes. it's, it's so well made for what it is. Yeah. And, uh, oh, it's just brilliant. It's hilarious. Everybody, just the, the little details all the way through. Like I love the way that, um, the characters, when they're sort of, they look over at the camera when, you know, which we see in all, <coughs> all sort of mockumentary things, yeah. that sort of awkward look at the camera when something sort of difficult was happening in front <laughs> of it, like, you know, oh, it's just brilliant. And, um, just the opening. Uh, sketch where Tiker's waking up in his coffin, and he reaches yeah. he reaches out the coffin to turn the uh, alarm off, and then how he's <laughs> he's slowly raising up out of his coffin, and how he looks at the camera, and how chuffed he is with, like showing off his ability to, to levitate <laughs> or whatever. It's just ah, oh, it's just great.
0: And then he goes over to the curtains, doesn't he? He's like, this is always the most frightening part, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> peeking through in case it's sunlight oh it's oh. just
1: great i think having watched the Wilder people first before i seen this yeah and um having only just been introduced to taika waititi uh and his type of humor oh it's just brilliant i didn't know what to expect going in because after the whole twilight thing i felt like vampires had just been done to death in the modern age yeah and and this was just Brilliant! It was so refreshing. It was such a different take on it. It was just, yeah, I loved it.
0: Yeah, it just is great fun, isn't it? Yeah. And Taika Waititi's character is um Vigo. Vigo, is it? No, Viago, isn't Viago. it? Viago, right. Viago. And he's sort of like the the one who's trying to tie the place together, isn't he? And keep things in order. And he calls a meeting. The first order of the day is he calls a meeting with his two fellow flatmates, and there. There's, uh, Vladislav, who when he opens the doors, he go, that's why I like the bit where he's introducing all the other vampires and he's going around. He opens up, uh, Deacon's closet and he's yeah. just hanging upside down there. And then when he opens up Vladislav's bedroom, they're like, he's cavorting with two like white women in red, in a red quilt on the wall. And it's yeah. just like the scene out of, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And then like, he, like, looks, he shuts the door and every instantly opens and he's stood right there and it's like the room's normal again. <laughs> but he's, like, the sort of the, the cool, sensual sort of one, isn't he? And then Deacon yeah. is the young, unruly vampire. Yeah. Who doesn't do the dishes. <laughs> There's those big pile of dishes and they put bits of paper all over the dishes to, like, say, this is yours, this is mine.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love it as well when they're sat having the meeting and uh, Vladislav's trying to explain that when he was dragging a corpse along and he just,
0: (laughs) he glosses over
1: it, but he's like, I I kind of swept the hallway, you know? Yeah, there was
0: no dust when I dragged that corpse, so I kind of swept up a little bit. it's, It's...
1: it's not just the jokes, it's the delivery of them is just fucking brilliant. Yeah, it is yeah. first class all the way through.
0: Yeah. It was based on a um, a short movie right. that they made, which was really low budget, which I watched that this afternoon. It's only like half an hour long. And it, it's very similar to this, but it's the idea is there, the jokes are there, a lot of the gags appear in the film and the thing, but it's a lot lower budget, but it's not polished right the characters aren't quite polished you know by the time they've got the film they've the three of them have got these characters down yeah yeah uh and then we haven't mentioned the fourth flatmate who is (laughs) pieta who's eight thousand years old and he's sort of like the uh is it nosferato yeah 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 (laughs) it's sort of like that kind of vampire isn't he Really pale, bald head, big fangs and big claws. Big pointy ears. Uh, yeah, really uh, quite haunting in his look, but they sort of all look up to him. He-
1: <laughs> he's, yeah, he's like the elder, isn't he? Yeah. But he um, he also, he was responsible for turning um, deacon, wasn't he?
0: That's right, yeah.
1: I love as well how they... they uh, when you're getting your introductions, they give their age as well.
0: Yeah, Deacon is the whippersnapper of the flatmates. Yeah, yeah. 183 years old.
1: Vladislav's like 900 yeah, or something, isn't 800 he? Oh, 800 something. 800 and something. 862.
0: And, uh, Viago's like, Viago is 379. And he's sort of like... He's just a bit like a dandy, isn't he, Viago? Yeah. It, it, their costumes and that are just great, isn't it? And then when they're preparing to go out for a night on the town... And they can't see themselves in the mirror so they have Deacon draws them what they look like <laughs> oh my god that was brilliant that was genius i was just like what the fuck is he drawing
1: ah uh, i just like oh uh, this as well like uh, one of the, my favorite bits is when you get the the photograph flashbacks of times gone by where they've gone out and in the past
0: yeah in the opening credits yeah just
1: they must have had so much fun getting on those costumes and sort of doing like (laughs) different time periods or whatever going through the years
0: and you see uh taika waititi in there with his little hit (laughs) natasha you do yeah yeah as a sort of a prelude to um jojo rabbit (laughs) and his. uh portrayal of Hitler in that Ah,
1: oh, that was one of my favourite bits is when Deacon was explaining that he was a Nazi vampire. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like saying, you know, at the end of the war, like to be a Nazi was like, ooh. And to be a vampire was like, ooh. And to be a Nazi vampire <laughs> was like, ooh. Just like, no, that's it. I'm out of there.
0: <laughs> yeah. So they all moved to New Zealand for different reasons. Taika Waititi's character was... um Followed a, a girl he fell in love with, and he got his master... He's got his uh, servant... What do they call the servants? They call them... Um,
1: uh, familiars.
0: Familiars, yeah. He got his familiar to post him and his coffin, but he put the wrong mailing in there. It took him 18 months to get to New Zealand. <laughs> and when he arrived there, the uh, she'd already remarried. Yeah, yeah. But he's got the locket, and he's... <laughs> he has to put on the gloves to handle it because it's silver and he's like look there's a photo of me in there and he puts it on his chest and he can just just for as long as he can bear his chest is all smoking and like burning into him he's like "Ah,
1: ah." (laughs) I think as well Taika Waititi's accent like because I think it's like because he's got the fangs in maybe it's just oh it's just fucking brilliant all the way through just like I mean, he's a great actor and puts on a great accent anyway, but that was just fucking, I don't know. He, yeah. he nailed the, the voice, fitted the look perfectly.
0: Yeah. I think if you was to watch the old f- film, the short film, yeah, he, he hasn't got that voice yet. It's quite a deep voice. And they've all got these real clunky vampire teeth in and they're all having trouble speaking. Yeah. Um, Nick turns up who we'll get onto in a minute, but he turns up in the short film as well. And they like, oh, we've, oh, it's him. He always floats at the windows. He's showing off. He thinks he's a, a vampire, but he's only been a vampire for like a few years. Yeah. But you can barely hear what he's saying. Cause you can see he's struggling to keep the teeth in his mouth when he's talking. Right. Yeah. Um, and is it? So they've refined a lot by the time they've got to the film. And like, as I say, they have really fine tuned the characters. Yeah. And like you were saying, um, Taika Waititi's character really has, he's polished it up at this point. It's a lot better, better than it was in the uh, the short film. So, all right? Yeah. Yeah, that sounded
1: good. Should we, uh, now we've got that, should we do an actual take?
0: And action.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Deacon's got a familiar, hasn't
0: he? He has got a familiar. Is it Jackie?
1: Jackie, yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah. Played by Jackie. Played by Jackie Van Beek. Yeah. And, yeah, she's sort of waiting to become a vampire, isn't she? And he keeps sort of promising her uh, and getting her to... He's like just giving her like a shopping list. Uh, yes, get me um, virgins and... <laughs> yeah,
1: Yeah, one male, one female between 18 and 30... And, yeah. Uh, it's he's just it's like looking at her and he's like, Well we're no older than you <laughs> Like young younger than you are, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's just Deacon's just really rude and horrible to her. Really. But um she plays quite a pivotal role in the plot. Yeah. By um introducing uh so she's 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 going for a phone book calling people basically that she doesn't like to uh to use as, as vampire food, basically.
0: Yeah. And one of them is Nick, who she dated, but it turns out, they said, he's, he's not a virgin. And she's like, he was when I went out with him. You're like, we were 12 when we went out. <laughs> <laughs> she was like 12 years old when they went out at school still. But...
1: Yeah. What is it they say? Hell hath no fury like a woman's scorn. Is that Shakespeare? Yeah. In it? Yeah. 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 Um, Fucking hell. I will talk about holding a grudge, right?
0: (laughs) Talking about when they're bringing people back as well at the flat meeting and they're going like, Deacon, this house is such a... No one picks up all the dismembered bodies and all this down down in the basement or whatever and then he says, uh, this house is a complete tip. I get embarrassed bringing people round here. He's like, we only bring people around it to kill them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Vladislav's just like, uh, yeah, it's a fair point.
0: <laughs> but then when they start arguing and they're all like just floating up and snarling at each other and <laughs> yeah, floating across yeah. the table. But the scene where they bring it, Nick in and he's sort of so droll, isn't he, his character. Yeah. But he sketches out because they feed him spaghetti, baschetti. They keep calling it baschetti, don't they? Do you like baschetti or do you like worms? <laughs> we don't see it change to worms, but it's like, is it Interview with a Vampire, was they saying? It's taken from that, isn't it? No, The Lost Boys, isn't it? Where they're looking yeah, yeah, it's taken and he, the he's Boys, looking yeah. at the, the worm, the spaghetti, and it turns into one. And then uh, um, Deacon says, oh, it's a little trick I like to play. I got it from The Lost Boys, but I have my own spin on it. He's like, feel your penis. It is a long <laughs> snake. <laughs> and Nick just go. Oh, I can't handle this. He's like, fucking hell. I'm not. I'm not staying here. They turn my spaghetti into worms, and uh, I don't want a snake cock. <laughs> but the scene where he's trying to escape is absolutely brilliant. The editing yeah, yeah, yeah. and the filming of that scene. And every corner he goes around, there they are again, and they're floating down the thing. And the bit where he, he he stumbles into this dark room, and there's a noise below him, and it's Deacon in the in the sack.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just brilliant. Yeah,
0: crawling out of the sack, and then he throws him across the room, half in that sack. Just fucking amazing. Looked really good. Yeah, and he escapes, and you think he's all right, and then Peter jumps out, <laughs> jumps out on him. Mm. But he, he, Peter's got the sort of, Peter doesn't kill him. He, he draws his blood and then he makes him drink his own blood and turns Nick into the vampire. And I think this is where it picks yeah. up, isn't it? Where he's the young, now, you know, he's, the dynamic changes. Deacon isn't the young reckless one so much anymore, is he? And it's it's Nick who's just showing off that he's a vampire.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's going around, Tell, he's got that, chain on his neck of vampire teeth and he's just like he's living his life as a vampire like and uh yeah he's sort of enjoying it and all of the perks of it right up until the point where he eats a chip
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah it's horrendous isn't it <laughs> oh
1: god yeah just, it is sort of quite yeah projectile vomiting loads blood. of blood
0: he's like oh bloody don't want to be a vampire now it's shit <laughs> I can't even eat a chip. I love chips.
1: But yeah, it's, I, th- I think Nick Nick's sort of transformation, like you say, him being such a druddle character, it's just brilliant. It just fits the mood of the film so well. Yeah. And uh, sort of just the way he talks uh, to everyone and the way he's sort of trying to sort of show them new things and help them integrate into the modern world a little bit. Oh, that's that's their mate uh, stew, isn't
0: it? It's Nick's best friend Stu yeah yeah who he introduces isn't it he? <laughs> but he's like real quiet and really red faced but they all they all love him don't they they hate nick yeah but they stew is the best thing since sliced bread <laughs> they all befriend him i just think that's great but the like you said about nick being droll it's it's it makes everything he says so matter of fact doesn't it there's no like yeah song and dance about anything they're just to just vampires.
1: I love that shot where he's in the he's in the shop talking to Matey Boy about his his eye problem and how he, oh, he's got vampire yeah. eyes. And uh, then Matey Boy comes back saying he's something, and, uh, and then he just like pulls that real horrible vampire <laughs> scary shit scary <laughs> yeah. face. And then he just looks at Matey Boy, he's like, yeah, yeah, don't don't lie about stuff. Yeah,
0: <laughs> don't. And then don't it just lie walks about off. Shit. Or <laughs> But his eyes are bleeding when he first starts turning into the vampire, and he's like crying tears of blood through his eyes. Oh
1: my god! Yeah, you see
0: him all vegging out in his bedroom, up in the corner of his room, and it's like a—it's almost like the scene in Trainspotting, isn't it, where the parents lock Renton in his room to go cold turkey, and yeah, he's in yeah. there going through all these stages of metamorphosis to become the vampire. It's great. Yeah. So Nick, anyway, he's got his mate Stew, and I just think that it's a great relationship the way they all protect him over stew and they've all agreed that they're not going to eat him even though he's got like the reddest face they've ever seen <laughs> but he's like um computer analyst or something isn't he? he's really a really boring dull character yeah but they sort of he's they- the one who introduces them, isn't he to the, like the phones he gives them all phones and then he shows them all the internet and i love when they're all crowded around the internet like well wow, you remember how it was when you first got access to the internet and you're like oh we can google anything you know we can look up anything we want yeah and i was like watch jaws look at jaws look at sharks things like that and they're like watch a sunrise <laughs> <laughs> find the sunrise and all, i just thought that was a great touch there's lots of little bits like that isn't
1: there yeah 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 there's that it gets a bit seedy with like Vladislav like wanting to look at virgins and is, isn't there a bit where <laughs> Viago's like tra- talk, talking about how he lost a scarf and now he wants to Google the scarf, the silk scarf he's lost like 200 years ago or
0: something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but t- talking about the virgins when they have to get the virgins and like, Oh, you know why Why do we always like to eat virgins? Well, um, Vlad says, um, <laughs> yeah. if you ate a sandwich, you're more likely to enjoy it if you knew no one had fucked it. <laughs>
1: it makes a fair point. You know what I mean? Like, I do like a virgin sandwich. You know? When you look at it from that perspective, I like a virgin lot of things. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'd prefer to eat most things if they haven't had a cock plunged in them. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you
1: have to say it like that? I just oh. uh, that,
0: go a trying to escape scene as well. Where we said about him in, in the thing. I forgot as well the bit. Because you see Vlad's head on that cat. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so weird. That whole <laughs> sequence is just fucking great. But the whole, I love this film, the way it just, it's such quick editing and like the music is like sort of all folky, isn't it? Yeah. It just goes with it. And it shows you pictures of like sort of medieval drawings of demons and the plague and all sorts of things like that. For It, it just it all goes together really, really well. Oh, there's so much of it, isn't there? Just, I don't know where to start or where to go next. I think it's, um,
1: oh, like you say, there is so much of it. Like the police officers. Oh my God, when the <laughs> police officers come round. Oh, that's just, that's just a fucking brilliant standalone scene on its own. Like, that's the thing. A lot of these scenes could, would work so well. It's just the sketches, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But,
0: I mean, that scene comes on the back of Nick going out there, telling everyone he's a vampire, and then he meets this bloke, I'm a vampire hunter. Yeah, fuck off, mate, I'm a vampire. Yeah, I'm a vampire hunter. No, you ain't. But turns out he was, and he followed him back, and he kills Peter, doesn't he? He opens the window, and the sunlight...
1: yeah, he broke in, in to try and kill Peter, but then Peter <laughs> traps him under the, the concrete slab of his coffin, doesn't
0: he? Yeah, but and then, then he can't get out of the sun, and you just see him all setting on fire. Yeah, And that's yeah. when the police turn up, just after this, and they're like, you having a barbecue inside? Like, <laughs> And uh, uh, Viago hypnotises them at the door and says, you will find nothing interesting. And he's like, shit, I'm really crap at hypnotising. I hope it lasts. And they go around, and you keep... He walk. They walk into the room, and uh, Nick is like floating in the air, with um, Deacon. Deacons like trying to attack him, and Vlad is hanging off a Deacon's leg, <laughs> and they're all like just floating, just fixed in the air. They're like, "Oh my god, have you seen that?" There's no fire, there's no <laughs> fire alarm up there. <laughs> and then they see like the burnt, charred corpse of um, of Peter, and they're like, "What's this?" That's uh, and then they point past it and it's like, this is terps. This is these spirits have got no lid on and they're right below the electrics. <laughs> That's
1: right. And then they they find the dead uh, vampire hunter down there and they're saying he's just party too much. And then they're having a go at him for leaving him all uncomfortable on the concrete floor. And now he needs to be taken upstairs and give him a blanket. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a fucking great scene, and the the female police officer is just fucking brilliant. That um, Karen O'Leary, isn't it?
0: That's who Karen O'Leary is. Ah, now I know. (laughs) Yeah, no, she they are. They're both great in it. But it just... It's all so well done. It is like you're just watching, you know, nothing... I don't know, the vampires... I don't know, there isn't... They are going for laughs, but it's done in such a way that it's almost... It's so plain faced, isn't it? They're trying to do it straight faced. Yeah. Ah, um, oh, it's just, it just, I love any sort of mockumentaries just like that. I mean, trailer park boys, people just do nothing. It's all great. But I think because this has got that supernatural twist, it's like when they're at the party later on and they're talking to that zombie who's like, oh, you know, I'm trying not to walk around with my arms up like this, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And then you see him when they realise that uh, Stu's at the party and he's like a human and you see the zombie go, lift his arms and he's like, oh, shit, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> just little things like that. They're trying to adapt to society and to modern the modern life. Oh, I
1: mate, mean, yeah. The film just, like, when they're meeting other vampires about town and they meet that woman and she's like, Oh, yeah, this is my old boss. Yeah, no, nah, he's gone. Yeah, no, nah, I've been training him for hours. And then they meet those two, two little girls and they're like, oh, you know, what are you guys up to? You're, you're after some pervert tonight. And like, yeah, 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 we're going to go get a pervert.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we've booked up. We've booked to meet a paedophile or something. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like two like young girls who are... Turned into vampires, and you always stay at that age, don't you? So yeah, yeah. So they're like still children, luring va- luring pedophiles to eat.
1: <laughs> Which you no. got you got to say is probably a legitimate sort of use of their time. Like you know, that's probably the nicest thing uh, young children vampires can do for society. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, they're doing good. They're, they're cleansing,
1: cleaning up the streets, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. No, um, no shortage of food
0: no no uh viago as well when he has that girl round, he's chatting to her and he's like so <laughs> and then she's like oh he goes what, what do you do oh well i'm taking a break at the moment i'm gonna start traveling i can't wait to see the world and he's like looking really guiltily at the camera like oh this is awkward i'm just about to kill her <laughs> And he bites it, it just gets the main artery and there's fucking oh blood God. everywhere. Everywhere, <laughs> yeah. Because he was having
1: a go at um, Vladislav one. he's like for eating someone on his chaise lounge or something. He's like, what, the red one? He's like, yes, well, it is now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he bites into it. He's like, shit, shit,
1: shit. It's brilliant as well because like he's talking to her and he's lifting her feet up and putting newspaper down underneath her feet and stuff and she's just like asking no questions yeah she's pro- to it. yeah she's probably like oh god i don't know what he's planning on doing but it's gonna get messy
0: yeah he's like and at the end of that he's like oh that didn't go so good but uh i think she had a really good time <laughs> <laughs>
1: there but are the- some great laughs in this film
0: Oh, constantly, isn't it? It's just a smorgish board, smorgish board, a smorgish board of sort of vampire l- jokes. You know, if you know vampire lore or not, there's a- enough in here to just crease you up throughout it, isn't it? Yeah. And I think when they meet, like you say, when they meet the vampires, uh, the, when they meet the werewolves, and there's that rivalry between them. And he's like, go smell your own crutches, he goes. He's
1: like, We don't smell our own squ- crutches, we smell each other's crutches. It's like a way of yeah. saying hi. It's
0: like Don't say that, they're recording him. <laughs> Sounds worse. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Hey, no swearing, no swearing. We're not we're, we're not swearwolves, we're werewolves. <laughs> werewolves not swearwolves.
1: <laughs> it's just like that guy, uh, what's his name? Reese Reese Darby. He's just brilliant. Is the alpha when it like, he's just like, he's such a responsible werewolf. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? He's just great. And yeah, just like watching the way they're trying to, um, integrate into the modern world. is just fucking, oh, it's just brilliant. Like, you know, and he's yeah.
0: having a go at like, Why are you wearing jeans? You know, it's a full moon tonight. You're wearing jeans. you got to, You've got to turn into a werewolf in those and try to get them all to chain themselves up so they don't cause any trouble. And yeah,
1: and he's like, Right, take
0: off any clothes that you don't want to ruin. <laughs> yeah, wear tracksuit trousers. What's the matter with you? Do <laughs> you any
1: idea how big you are when you turn into a werewolf?
0: <laughs>
1: oh, it's brilliant. And then matey boy's like, Because he swears, doesn't he? And matey boy's like. We're, we're werewolves, not werewolves. He's like, yeah, not on a fucking full moon. Fucking, yeah, I was stressed and I, yeah, I just... Put it <laughs> fucking dick. Yeah, it's
0: quality. It good. Um, so, I said that this, there's the, the other the programme version of this and I was always a bit sort of intrigued to see it. It's got Matt Berry in it, isn't it? Do you know Matt Berry? No. You'd recognise him. He's been on loads of stuff, but he's... Um, absolute radio is the bloke who does that
1: right yes
0: all the absolute radio stuff and he always talks like this and very theatrical <laughs> like um oh what's he the toast of london he does yes he, yes I know yeah, the bloke. yeah 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 so he's one of the vampires uh, i've actually i've not i've always been a bit dubious i know it's meant to be good and it's sort of the, it's created by, um, uh, Jermaine Clement, Clement who's Vladislav in the film, and still produced by Taika Waititi and you know, they, they hold the rights to it. And I think they sort of made the template for the series. Right. Um, so I just started watching one this evening while I was cooking tea. I watched, I watched the first three episodes actually while I was cooking and eating tea. And, it's not, it's not too bad. It's, there's some great bits in there, I thought, where they've changed a few things. I mean, the dynamic in the flat has changed. There's, the, the Taika Waititi character is a sort of a mixture between Vlad and Taika Waititi's character. Right. Um, and he's like the, the bloke who's leading the flat. Um and then the Matt Barry character, he's dating the other vampire. So there's him and a female vampire. Right. So they've got this relationship going on as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's another vampire in there. And I thought this was great. He was uh, what they call an energy vampire. And I think it's just a play on the word. you know, someone who drains the life out of a room when they go in. Right. And they're just really dull and boring. Like, <laughs> and he's... That's what he does. He goes up to people. He can live in the day, and he goes and works in an office, and he looks real nerdy, and he just talks to people, and you can just see them slowly dying while, talk, <laughs> while he's boring <laughs> them to death. And I thought that was a really great, a great character. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I'm quite interested to watch the rest of those. It Did look quite good, cool. But yeah, I don't, I don't. What I don't want is for it to ruin. The joke of this film, you know, and sort of dilute the, the comedy of the film. Yeah, there's always yeah. a, the worry about wearing a joke fin, isn't there? Yeah. With something as successful as this.
1: Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, just trying to think of other times where it's been done.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of sort of films that have had series. Um, some better than others. Fargo? Some work really well. Fargo? I really enjoyed the first series I never watched the others I keep meaning to um, but MASH is one that always springs to mind and actually the series of MASH yeah. I loved it
1: yeah yeah MASH you know, was I love the
0: original film but I probably hadn't seen the original film before I'd seen the series I used to watch the series and before I knew there was a film but I you know so things do work so and I think that this I mean I think it's this uh the series of this is on series 3 now so I think it's taken off I think it is successful. Um, and then
1: there's when it happens the other way round when you have like a successful funny series like the Simpsons and then they make a film and it's like eh. Yeah
0: yeah it often happens that way round, doesn't it and it's like you don't need the film of it. I mean like the film of South Park I love South Park but the film was funny at the time, I don't know if I'd find it as funny now. It wasn't one that I watched again and again. Yeah, I think I watched it, and then the second time I watched it, I thought, you know, I, I've seen this now. Yeah, you know, what
1: about the Inbetweeners movie? It's,
0: I ne- no, I've not even seen it. Have you not? Not no, a fan I, of the Inbetweeners? I never got into it. it wasn't that I? was not a fan? I, what episodes I have seen, I did enjoy, but yeah. I never. I just never got round to watching them but um the simpsons movie you mentioned that and that actually is better than i remember every time i watch it i think oh, this is actually really good oh well <laughs> have you maybe. seen have you seen the simpsons movie i have you seen, seen, seen the
1: simpsons movie yeah but maybe I, I don't mean i enjoyed it but i was just like whew, it felt like it went on a bit maybe it's just yeah. because we're so ingrained in watching the simpsons in such short snaps yeah Maybe well, that's what the problem was.
0: We watched it last year when we first got Disney Plus and it was on there. And the kids are like, what is that a Simpsons movie? And I was like, haven't you ever seen the Simpsons movie? And we put it on and it, it was good fun. But yeah, it does get a bit it, like plot driven when you have a good concept like this and then it becomes a movie plot and they've got to give it like, um, the Parole Officer, the Steve Coogan film. Do you remember that?
1: Yes, vaguely. And it was sort of... He
0: was he was Alan Partridge, basically, wasn't he? But playing uh, as a parole officer. Yeah. And the beginning 10 minutes is fucking hilarious. And then it becomes this movie where he's on this Hollywood-style heist or something. I can't really remember. No. But there's just no room for comedy in the rest of the film. It's just sort of like... Yeah, a really shit
1: action film, you know? I do remember that, actually, yeah. Yeah. I think I watched it with you.
0: Possibly, yeah. Flat 8.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. More than likely.
0: And I don't think I ever watched it again. (laughs) Whereas the Alan Partridge film,
1: it was funnier.
0: Yeah, it was funnier than I thought it had any right to be.
1: (laughs) Oh, I need to watch that so badly. I still haven't seen it
0: no it's good it's good it's funnier than it it, it, i expected it to be and at the same time he wrote the book as well right uh of his memoirs and i was listening to that and that sort of ties into the book as well uh, into the film as well mentions things that happen in the film in the book um and then yeah just i listened to that as audio book But then, like, when Ali G, the movie, came around, I didn't think a lot of that. But then Borat was fucking genius. The Borat I haven't
1: seen the second one, though.
0: No, I have not seen the second one yet, either.
1: I think is, I think he struggles with the second one because he's so recognisable now that people... yeah, Yeah,
0: how can it? But then he chooses people wisely, I think, wouldn't he? For that sort of thing. But I think the first one, I was expecting it to be shit, like... The Ali G film, which I really didn't enjoy. Yeah. So I just didn't watch it for a long time. And then one night when I finally did watch it, oh my God, I never laughed so hard in my life. And it's, it finished and I put it straight on again and watched it, (laughs) watched it again because I thought it was that great. I think sort of his
1: stuff does, um, it's hit and miss for me. Yeah. I couldn't watch that Bruno. No. Tried. Tried. Had to turn it off. Didn't enjoy that at all. Um, I haven't seen The Dictator. Is
0: that him again? It is, isn't it? Yeah, that's more of a film. Right. Than sort of Ali G, you know, uh, it, more than the Borat and Bruno. It's not so much of a sketch. It's more of a plot.
1: What about... If um, I seem to remember. The Grimsby Brothers. Is it the Grimsby Brothers? Brothers
0: Grimsby, yeah. And I've not watched that either. No.
1: No, I mean, someone was telling me something about the elephant bukkak party, and I was just like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's too much, isn't it? Just for the sake of it.
1: It, Yeah. I mean, I I, I have watched the original Ball Rat movie, and I did enjoy it. I I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. I, I can't remember most of it. But, yeah, it was quite amusing, I think. I I can remember him washing his face in the river whilst his mates are having a shit or having a piss or something <laughs> just a few feet upstream.
0: No, just the Americans in the um those like college co ed students or whatever they were in the in the Winnebago thing. Right when he picks them up, just how weird they all got, like, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think really just strange sort of highlighting the American's lack of sense of humour full stop was just fucking brilliant.
0: <laughs> where he turns up, he's at that house, and he, like, asks to use the toilet. And it, it, it didn't make me laugh, where he's like, I need the shit, and he just think, they've told you not to say that, you wouldn't say it. And, but when he comes down, he's got it in the bag. <laughs> he's like, where do I put this? At the dinner table, waving it around. <laughs> <laughs> just the look of horror on their faces oh god (laughs) but yeah i mean things do evolve from other things sometimes they work and sometimes you get a film that evolves a series sometimes it will fall dead on its feet sometimes it will work i mean the trailer park boys they'd done a movie yeah and it just wasn't quite the same as the series. I don't know if you ever remember, if you ever saw it. I haven't seen the film. They changed a few things and it was a bit more shiny and didn't quite work. Right. You know, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, doesn't it?
1: It's the way the cookie crumbles, bruv.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway... Yeah. (laughs) It's not
1: like us to digress into a conversation about 20 other films whilst we're trying to review another one. No.
0: No, it's not unlike us. No. (laughs) No. we could do what we want it's our fucking podcast
1: of course we fucking can
0: so i don't know if there's anything else to say about the uh so any other bits you can think of what we do in the shadows
1: yeah i i just the bit where uh stu is getting thrown around all over the place by the werewolves is <laughs> yeah. fucking brilliant And then uh, another standout bit for me is when Deacon goes over to try and consolidate Nick after watching his best mate get disemboweled by werewolves, and he just does the worst (laughs) fucking job in the world trying to make him feel better. Just like, yeah, basically that's just life as a vampire, mate. Sometimes you see your friends gruesomely get disemboweled. Sometimes you just watch your friends sort of die of old age and, you know, they piss themselves and sort of, you know, they go mental and and, and then you just think, oh, God, I wish you'd just die. And, and then they do. And I was just like, Jesus, <laughs> fuck. And you can just see, like, Nick looking up at the camera, just like, what the fuck is going on?
0: Yeah. Uh, but Stu's uh, demise actually is the saving grace and it's a, the dawn of a new era for the the relationship between the werewolves and the vampires isn't yeah it? because he comes back as a werewolf and then they all become friends and they let them in the house and that's how it le- it? It's, ends, it's, isn't it with yeah it's a friends. great
1: finishing scene you know where they're just like they're talking about you know oh, i thought they were just going to come in and piss all over everything and then they're, they're talking about that werewolf smell and now they have to open all the windows and it's just over <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> oh it's just good is so good,
0: uh, and then Taika Waititi finds his lover, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, and uh, turns her into a vampire. And she's like this really elderly old woman now, and uh, they're happily in love. And he's like, I know that the age thing is is a bit shocking to people, and they're like, What is she doing with you? You're like four hundred times her age. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I know I'm a bit of a cradle snatcher, but it's true love. <laughs> It's just great. It just so many just clever little nods and yeah, it just works
1: all the way through the film, like you know. And this is what's nice about it as well is it's not like like you were saying with the, the parole officer where you, they get all the laughs out of the way in the first ten minutes. It's consistent all the way through. Like- it,
0: it is consistent. That's what I mean. It is timeless. It's it's up there now as one of my favorite films, and it's one that I've like I said, I've watched it. Three or four times now, and I like I watched it with my oldest son as well back along. I was like, "You gotta watch this," and we sat and watched it one night, and it just we're both just laughing all the way through it. It is one of those films I'm glad to glad to share with people, you know.
1: Yeah, it's a great. If film. If, the, if the listeners haven't seen it, they need to go out and watch it because it is just brilliant. And if you haven't been introduced to Taika Waititi yet and what he that sort of does, and him and his sort of group of friends do then you need to go and start seeing it because it is just it's brilliant there's a different kind of humor i think
0: yeah yeah i think the first film of his i watched was um for ragnarok right i think i'd watched that before i watched um any of the
1: other films. i watched thor ragnarok then i watched the wielder people i think that was off the back of your suggestion
0: yeah, I think that's the order I watched then it, as well.
1: No, no. Then I watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows, and then I watched Jojo Rabbit
0: for this. Yeah, I might have watched What We Do in the Shadows before The Wilder People, actually. And then I might have watched Jojo Rabbit, and then I might watch The Wilder People. I can't remember, but... Yeah, it was just watching the Marvel films with my son. He wanted to watch them, and I wasn't that bothered. And I was quite enjoying some more than others, but for Ragnarok all of a sudden it was like this is an entity to itself yeah. you know this is it's It's like this is amazing it, this is it brilliant it
1: stands out doesn't it?
0: it yeah and it's so different and so funny and the character the Rockman character yeah. who Taika Waititi plays what? was hilarious yeah yeah and I was thinking I thought that was um Reese Darby when I watched it right and I googled it and I was like, oh, it's Taika Waititi. And then I was like, that came up at the end as directed by Taika Waititi. I was like, who is this? You know? And that was the first I sort of knew of him and then started to look into him. And then, yeah, just brilliant. Great filmmaker, just really absurd. I mean, Jojo Rabbit, we've talked about before, but that's his ground, you know, that what a masterpiece that is, to be so absurd, but so fucking heartfelt yeah. and so important. Yeah, yeah. You know? The themes that are from it. Great. Yeah. Looking forward to what he does next.
1: Yeah. Have they drafted him to another... Isn't he doing... Um...
0: He's doing the next four
1: yeah, now. Yeah, um, something... I think they finished filming it, haven't something they? Something and Thunder, isn't it?
0: Is it Love and Thunder or something? Love and Thunder, something yeah, like I that.
1: think. But... And um, But he's also... He's in Free free Guy, isn't he?
0: Yeah, he's in Free Guy. He's done quite a lot of... Sort of appearing in other people's films, I think, but uh, and he directed some of the right. Mandalorian. I think he's got a Star Wars film that he's going to right. direct at some point. So that'll be interesting.
1: His career is launching, isn't it?
0: Ah, oh, amazing! Yeah, he's going to be a big name as long as he can keep his own sort of sensibility. Yeah, because I mean that's a lot. Edgar Wright um, and Joe Cornish wrote Ant Man. But then they ended up fighting with Marvel because he was like, no, Marvel wanted to change this and that. And their story was getting away from them. So to see for Ragnarok being so close to Taika Waititi's sort of what he's all about is sort of, yeah, it's amazing, really. So hopefully he's always going to be able to (laughs) have his voice on these films. Be interesting to see how they all go, isn't it?
1: He strikes me as a guy that's got some serious integrity when you see him in interviews. So I'd like to think that he'll either be, look, you know, if you want me to do it, that's cool, but I'm doing it my way or not at all.
0: Yeah, I hope. I don't think he looks like he's bowing down. I think he looks like one of those chaps who's just everyone seems to get on with him, don't they?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: (laughs) enjoys working with him, enjoys working for him, just looks great. And you get that sense of fun in every film of his that you've seen. Yeah, brilliant,
1: good lad. Tip of the cap there to you once again, Taika.
0: Yeah, once again, Taika. Taika White titties done another blinder. So yeah, that was the first of our directors to be featured twice. Uh, he did share the directing credit with this one with Jermaine uh, Clement, who do you, he's the bad the bad guy in Men in Black Three as well. Have You seen Men in Black Three? Yeah, he's Boris the Animal. Yeah. Ah, no way. Yeah, yeah. Really, you can't recognise him in that, can you? I thought Men in Black 3 was quite good. Quite like a time travel story. I quite enjoyed that one. Yeah, yeah. I
1: didn't mind it. So, uh, yeah, that's about all I think, isn't it, Nath? Yeah, yeah, I think that sort of just about ties it up.
0: Cool. So, because we stole your listener's choice, we're... Next week, we do a listener's choice, shall we, Nathan? Oh, what? You said we don't have to listen to those cunts anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: no, in seriousness, yeah, no. If Trev said that's what we're doing, that's what we're doing. Let's do that.
0: Yeah, I think we'll have one of theirs next week. And then it's my turn again. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to choose. Yeah. I'm choose... I don't want to choose something that you're going to instantly hate just because I didn't like bad words.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not like that. You know I'm not like that.
0: I know you're not. I know you're not. So, yeah, thanks ever so much for joining me, Nathan.
1: Thank you for having me, Trev. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate.
0: Well, I do. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And we will see you all again next week when we need to talk about movies, podcasts. Chase. Chase bop 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 bop, 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 bop.